Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Host, Alex Garrett. Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alaska Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. I I don't think you can wear your shoe. You can wear your rollerblade. You can wear your um. Bob Alex Garrett here, it, it, wrapping up today. I don't think you can wear anything without feeling a sense of pride that 19 years later, the resilience of New York lives on. Just ask this man. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, we've known each other for years. Many, many years. What's it mean to bring... And and, and I I, want to play that a little bit because the rest of it was about the Super Bowl. But yes, just ask Rudy Giuliani, who for many, many years, I have had the privilege to get to know. And... um, You know, it's interesting with the mayor himself. A lot of people were starting to be like, well, he's not really doing well on these TV hits. I certainly thought he wasn't as well uh, put together. But, you know, you listen to him on radio. And the way he talks to New Yorkers on the radio, um, WABC, he's still pretty good. I mean, he's, he's got a sharp mind. It's just, I don't know what happened when he went on TV. But the man that I know exists on the radio, so I highly think you should, should, should ah, highly think you should check out his show. It has been quite a different September 11th. You know, we all unify in posts. We all unify in the never forget, lest we forget moments. But today I saw real unity on the streets of downtown Manhattan, just a block away from the holes that were left by terrorists that attacked us 19 years ago. Today I saw unity like I haven't seen it in 19 years. And I want to lovingly make a suggestion to Tunnel to Town. They did an amazing job. Frank Siller honoring his brother, Stephen Siller. Incredible. Incredible moment to move it from the reflective pools to Zuccotti Park and next to it. 
to have the vice president here, to even have Joe Biden here as well. I mean, the dignitaries once again showed up and made their presence known as they do every year. But this one was different. It wasn't in a secluded area of the 9-11 Memorial. It was right in the heart of downtown Manhattan. It was in the heart where the debris, the ash, the papers, the blood from bodies flowed down Liberty Street. Imagine that on Liberty Street and Broadway, dust, soot, blood, remains, I'd hate to say, all from bodies that jumped out of the towers that day. All of it down Liberty Street when our liberties were under attack. Well, 19 years later, and I guess because being a lifelong New Yorker, I've always sought this out, right? The real unity. You can feel it in social media. You can feel it in posts. But what's it like really feeling it in the outside? So the reflector pools would always host this memorial where they read the names, they ring the bell, they'd honor the two times the towers were hit that the towers collapsed. But in that pool, you can only get in with a credential. Here, amazingly, in the middle of Zuccotti Park, next to it, you had people from different backgrounds, different faiths, different political beliefs, standing together in New York City as one to honor and to remember this day. So right off the bat, I would like to say, New York City, Mayor Bill de Blasio in your last term, which will be next year, Governor Cuomo, Tunnel to Towers, please move this Memorial Day, uh, Memorial Today, from strictly the reflective pools. Please move it to a more public viewing like Zuccotti Park, like Liberty Street, right off of Zuccotti Park, in the middle of everything in the middle of the resilient downtown Manhattan. Because that is where you'll see the media narrative that we're all divided, and, and sure, there is division. But that is when you'll see Americans of all backgrounds, New Yorkers of all backgrounds, come together, like I saw today, outside the Burger King, outside what used to be Tony's Pizza, Charlie's Pizza, uh, outside of everything, um, that you're used to on a normal day being kind of empty. Our streets were flooded with support for America today. Go back and check the footage. Our streets were flooded for support for America. And the next time you hear, well, America doesn't have the full support. Well, they do. You just have to find the pockets. You have to find it. And I found it today on Liberty Street, off-Broadway, where they set up this beautiful ceremony to honor those who lost their lives, to honor the first responders, honor the victims' families. They did an amazing job. And so, please, Mr. Mayor, Governor Cuomo, Frank Siller and Tunnel for Tower, Tunnel to Towers. Let's move this memorial permanently from the shadows 
of the reflective pool and actually the shadow of the Freedom Tower. That really does tower over all of this. To outdoors, to out of the shadows, to really, for the 20th especially, really showing New Yorkers we care about them by honoring them right in their streets. <clears throat> Not by the reflective pools, which are beautiful. But, but there was so much restriction there. And it fell out of the way that today you could even hear. I heard Vice President Mike Pence's voice booming on Broadway today. Okay, that's how powerful this felt. You could hear him through the streets of Manhattan, downtown Manhattan. You could see the car. You could see the cavalcade. You saw it all, which we didn't really ever see. Although I will tell you, uh, Governor Cuomo's car. A van a few years ago almost hit me. Probably my fault. I was a little fast on the wheels. But yeah, Governor Cuomo's car sped right past me a few years ago. But that's besides the point. I want that booming support for Manhattan, for New York City, for America. Right in the heart of where New Yorkers can be. That, what I saw today, was truly an example of for the people by the people, for the people, because what do people want on this day? They want a chance to congregate, to rem remember the, the nostalgia, the stories. I heard from Arthur Miller of Truck Stop Radio today, how he ended up in that area, and thank God he's okay. Because those who do survive that still have issues, COVID-19 did take um, a lot of 9-11 survivors. Uh, did you know that? Because if you didn't, I'll give you a stat right now. Um, but yes, 9-11 victims who suffered. Beginning with the debris and all the cancerous particles. As NBC calls it, the dozens of first responders. Who risked their lives that died from COVID-19. Michael Barash, a city attorney for New York, revealed 22 of the 20,000 9-11 first responders and survivors represented with ground zero related illnesses have died of COVID-19. Why isn't this reported enough? Why isn't this reported to the point where we get more help for 9-11 first responding heroes? Where we get more help for these victims that are that did survive? I find it amazing. COVID-19 was flashed across all our news wires every day this year from March to now. Yet, seemingly, they, they didn't talk about it much. I had read a while ago that they were taking lives. I didn't realize 22 of them. 22 is too many. And so the city's been fighting this, and there have been other law firms that have as well. Because, yes, COVID-19 has increased the risk of death for those afflicted by cancerous, by 
harmful ingestion of chemicals by breathing the soot, the soil, the ashes, the debris in their lungs. Gotta give a lot of credit to Jon Stewart for picking up this fight. Remember when there's a droga bill? That was a struggle to get passed, which was really bizarre. They had to work to get to keep it funding. Why? Why is it so hard this September 11th to get funding for our first responders, our heroes? Why is it so hard to give hazard pay to people who are essential during the COVID crisis? What is this that's so hard to give? Why? And this is bipartisan. The Republican, the reason why the Democrats didn't want to vote on a stimulus bill is because hazard pay wasn't even included. What? What? These people, uh, nurses, doctors, health care workers, first responders, do- uh, you know, police, firefighters, everyone's been hands on. The grocery store worker, everybody's been hands on, like they were in 9 11. And yet, hazard pay isn't isn't funded for them, or or, or there was attempts to not fund them. I, I don't even know if it's lit or not, but that's disgraceful. You know, it's also disgraceful to cancel the Tribune and Light, and at the same time, it's disgraceful to not take action for these first responders, for these heroes, like we believe doing the tribute and light does but where's the action with it they're beautiful i i i totally agree with the tribute and light being happening it's a disgrace it wasn't gonna happen but they had a fight for that to happen what but then you go even deeper and you say yeah there are people afflicted with this covid19 that are first responders that are 9-11 first responders that are victims of 9-11 and you say they're not being helped yet they're being they're they're dying 22 of them that we know of how is that fair how is that right and I don't want to go into this as well Obamacare this and then private health care this Medicare for all I want simple solutions which is getting these first responders these heroes, what they need, and these victims, what they need. Not reading stories that COVID has also killed 9-11 heroes and victims and the like. I want to hear, we've been able to give them funding to get more medical treatment. Something that John Stewart has fought for, something that the Zadroga family has fought for something that a law officer might see a lot of fights for and I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank on that name but I'll post it once I know so today yes yes it's important we put this in the sphere for the people to remember with the dignitaries remember with the family not seclude the families and dignitaries from the world, but bring the world together. We're asking for unity. What I saw today on Broadway, what I saw today on Liberty Street, what I saw today 
in New York City, downtown Manhattan, a block away from where the tragedy, the terror happened, that's the unity I would look for. That's the unity I know we can achieve. That's the unity that we are capable of, where people do flood the streets to support Americans that have lost that lost their lives on 9-11. And to support America, really. There were rows of American flags set up. I love that. And people were out in full force. Finally. Masked, yes. Some may, some may not be. Biden was masked. Cuomo was masked. Truman was masked. Pence, I believe, was as well. Um, you saw in the picture he and Biden bumped elbows. But beyond all of that, Let's focus on two things from where I, I can see to make the 20th and onward remembrance of this day even better. Let's put the world and the dignitaries and New Yorkers together, unified at Sukati Park. It's mind-blowing that that even was a question when we allowed protesters to sit there for months at Zuccotti and Occupy It while they were trying to honor the dead of 9-11 that, that year. Let's put that in Zuccotti Park. Let's put it in front of the masses so they can be part of it, so we all can be part of this. But secondly, let's take action. Saying the names, ringing the bell, having these people, these dignitaries support the families is important. But now let's turn to Congress and say, well, what are you going to do? You're going to show up to these things, great. But can you do some funding to help those victims and the victims' families even more? Can we not have more 9-11 first responders die from COVID-19 and try and fix them too? But more importantly, um, can we take action? Can we push people like Congress to take action so that by the 20th anniversary, we see funding is in full place for not only the 9-11 first responders and the heroes, not only those who ran into the destruction to save life, but those who literally work through the coronavirus disaster in the hospitals? Can we get them funded too? Can we finally say more than just thank you to the first responders, but say, you know what? We love you so much, we are going to take care of you. And can we give kudos to the law firms that are putting up a fight on behalf of the first responders? Because without them, we may not even have funding to begin with. I hate to say it, but the way it seems is like we may not even have um, anything to give our first responders. And so what are we going to do? Well, the 20th anniversary of this horrible day be a simple 
Uh, I'm sorry, not a simple. It's difficult to read the names. Let, let me let me backtrack on that. It's not simple at all. But will it be more than a beautiful ceremony? Can we then look to Congress and say they get it too? They get it just as much as the sillers get it. How about that? Let's just throw it out there. The Congress needs to get it as much as the sillers get. Why they wanted to honor today in the way they did. And the way they saved the tribute in lights. And um, I'm really, I'm really trying to see here. There we go. I want you to also say thank you to folks like Barash McGarry. That is a law firm that is strictly representing, strictly representing 9-11 first responders, VCF, Victim Compensation Fund Lawyers, and, and I'm going to throw up their thing right now because you might need their help. But let's pick up the fight along with Barash and McGarry. And let's make Congress pay more towards funding for victims in that fund. Because we can honor them in the most beautiful ways. The FDNY ladder right across from 9-11, which sought, which ran right in the building as well. They are, um, they honored with a beautiful wreath-laying ceremony and the American flags all laid out. I mean, it's beautiful. They get it. The sillers get it. Why not ask Congress to step it up even more than they already are? Why not? Hey, I, I wanted to say a couple other things today. Um, I didn't know where my dad was on September 11th. And I'm so thankful to have him here today um, with everything going on. And so... Thank you, Pop, for bringing me to the relief efforts, seeing the debris cleanup, seeing them work through the debris in the most horrific moments. You could see them trudging through for bodies. I want to also give a shout-out to Mom and Vic. They actually took up the Red Cross relief efforts down at Ground Zero nightly as chaplains, making a difference. So thank you, Mom and Vic, for stepping in as well. I want to say, obviously, thank you to the trifecta. Governor Pataki, Commissioner Carrick, and Mayor Rudy Giuliani. They all stepped up to make this city resilient and rebound quickly. We had our first baseball game after 9-11 in New York just 10 days later. 
That's because of the leadership of Governor Pataki, Commissioner Carrick, and Mayor Giuliani. Believe I, I believe that. So thank you to them. Thank you to God um, for those who have survived this and for shedding his grace on thee in the most terrifying, terrible moments in this country. His angels were the first responders in any uniform they wore. So thank you, God, for stepping in through all of these different heroes that did down the plain in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, that did rush into the rubble and rush into the destruction at at ground zero at the World Trade Center when it was collapsed. Those were called by you, God, to do that. And thank you for showing your presence and for surrounding that area the last many years before even 9-11 with the Trinity, literally Trinity Church, but also the Holy Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are on, are in those blocks. I feel it. And through St. Paul's Chapel as well in Trinity. So thank you, God, for your presence. And for preserving life as well. The life of my friend Zach Miller's father, Arthur Miller, at Truck Stop Radio. Preserving the life of, I think, Justin Walner's family as well. And just guiding us through it. I know those lights tonight. Are you? Are you in spirit? I believe that. I believe you've called the Sillers to do something bigger than themselves with the foundation, with the runs they do, the 5K runs. That's bigger than them, and they know it. And you've called them to do that. So thank you, God, on that. And thank you, God, for providing amazing friends in our lives. I'm sure I've told this story before. But 9-11 happened at a day where I was in fifth grade. In Albertson, Long Island. At the Henry Viscardi School. And when they announced on the loudspeaker that a plane had hit the World Trade Center, Dr. Solner, I remember her name, said, don't be alarmed, but, or, and don't spread rumors, but we believe a plane just hit the, the World Trade Center. Many, of course, thought this was a fluke. But then a second announcement came on about that, and then things got really intense in the classroom itself, one of my classmates was crying profusely. He didn't know what was happening down there. He was really freaked out. Uh, However, I wanted to hear and see exactly the damage, the carnage that was being done to our city. And I wish, I wish that they kept the TV on the library as the billowing smoke was shown on television. From the world trade. I mean, you can't erase that image, and it's so hard to believe that image even had to exist. <laughs> but it did. And it's seared into our minds and memories. And then one of our local our, our family friends, the mom of actually Greg Raposo, the guy from Dream Street, a band I become 
close buddies with and everything like that. Because I couldn't get back to the city, Marianne Raposo decided to take me into her home with Daniela and I think Nicole at the time. Yeah. And so thank you, the Raposo family, for giving a shelter to us. Thank you for always being there for us, and we love you very much. And of course, Mom herself. I mean, I know this was daunting. This was tough. This was our city being attacked. And yet she stayed resilient and calm, and she made sure the school took care of I mean, she was strong through this, and she was strong in the days after. You know, when the buses started to come back for school, she still had to bring me up and down the block with the help of Secret Service, but she did it. No questions asked. And that's, that's that resilience she has is probably why I'm inspired to see the city stay resilient and our lives stay resilient. I may sometimes say, well, if I could do this one, why can't I? But, but in the end, I care about others' people resilient. Others' people resilient, people's resilience, inspire my resilience to keep going. When we can show on the streets of downtown Manhattan, like we did today, with the vice president of the United States on hand, when we can show that resilience and that unity, as if it were 19 years ago where we all were unified. I felt it in just a small second. I know we can build it on a national scale again. Because here's the thing. And I've ended with this song a lot over the years. But I, I feel it again. It's such a strong song. From the Jim Henson memorial service. But this is truth. When even one person. Believes in America. It can lead to more. And more. And flooded streets more. And that's the beauty of New York City. We are resilient. We'll never forget. And we will also move. To make it better. That includes President Trump. In a sign of progress that I've never seen, you know, we always talk about the Middle East because that's where the attack plan originally came from. What about if I told you he made another deal, this time with Bahrain, to work with Israel? I mean, on the day of 9-11, where we honor those tragically killed by terrorists, terrorists from Afghanistan and elsewhere, But I really believe that was radical Islam that attacked our buildings. I really do. And yet today, 19 years later, we have a president making a deal saying Israel and the Middle East will coexist, will be peaceful for all of us. That's one of the biggest signs of progress. Because that one person, whether you like him or not, I, I don't think you can say he doesn't love America. I think he does. But then again, I look at more locally. 
the New Yorkers that were out there, yes, maybe the New Yorkers that Cuomo and de Blasio talk about, sure. But they don't say New Yorkers in the way of the way I see New Yorkers. They say New Yorkers as though, yeah, you know, we're generically New Yorkers and we're tough. But these people lined the streets with such a passion and a verve to see America thrive again that I really love that. And when just one person of that group believes that we can rebound, that we can remember, that we can be together, be unified as one, why not more and more and more? I am Alexander Garrett. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. Alex G in NYC is my Instagram as well. And yes, it only takes one person and then more and then more to be unified and to believe like I saw today. And that's all we want to be is back to unity, right? I would hope so. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you soon. Have a beautiful rest of your evening slash early morning. And we'll see you again. Zach Williams appears on my podcast from City and State this upcoming weekend. Stay tuned. If just one person believes in you Deep enough and strong enough believes in you Hard enough and long enough Before you knew it Someone else would think If he can do it I can do it Making it two whole people Who believe in you Deep enough and strong enough Believe in you Hard enough and long enough There's bound to be some other person Who believes in making it a threesome Making it three People you can say Believe in me And if three whole people Why not four? And if four whole people, why not more and more and more? And then all those people believe in you. Keep it up and strong enough, believe in you. Hard enough and long enough, it stands to reason you yourself will start to Have a good night, everybody. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.